there's a reason more pros choose redneck blinds over any other blind on the market. Combining amazing quietness, scent control, and usability features, you have the ultimate hunting blind. Give them a call or check them out online at redneckblinds.com. Dakota Silence, we're embracing better. Our focuses, revolutionary concealment, extreme silence, enhanced thermal efficiency, purpose-driven functionality. Unheard, unnoticed, uncompromised. You're listening to the Outdoor Podcast, proudly presented by Six Hour and created by Bowhunter Planet. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Outdoor Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie the No Boom, sitting in for Tim tonight because Tim is out. He's got apparently he's got something to do. I don't know. It's it's ridiculous because this on is, this seven week vacation thing. I think he's always probably camping, honestly, and th- that's what makes me mad about it because uh, you know Bryce is here and he. This was I was so excited about this one for with Tim because <laughs> Tim is a huge camper. Same with with <laughs> with Kevin who's can't be here, of course. So then I got Jamie who hates camping. So I, of course I get I get the guy that doesn't even like the camp. <laughs> for god's sakes on this podcast now i think i like the way that they're doing it but i'll wait till we get into it uh bryce jergy thanks for joining man appreciate it uh you guys you and your wife have been doing some absolutely incredible stuff uh on instagram when it comes to camping rving so i guess maybe just give give the viewers um kind of a, a just an about yourself about what you guys are up to and what you're doing and about the lifestyle choice you guys have decided to go with awesome yeah Apologies, she's not here. She's not feeling well today. But uh, so six, seven years ago or so, we both had, quote, dream jobs that we both, and we really enjoyed them. I was at an ad agency. She was working a law firm and she had a health scare that kind of just, thankfully was one that just made you reevaluate, but she ended up being okay. And it kind of was that time period was like, okay, maybe we should change things up a little bit because things can change like that. So we started doing weekend, we were like weekend warriors, just getting out everywhere we could. We lived in Utah, so we frequented Southern Utah, Zion National Park, all over there. And uh, decided to do a YouTube channel just to like commit to do one adventure every week and hopefully inspire people to adventure more. And that grew, we did that over a couple of years and then we had our first baby and everyone's like, oh, you had your fun, looks like you're done. And now you got a child, but then we looked into RVing and we're like, let's just do a 50 state road trip and do an adventure in every state so that no one has an excuse to be like, Hey, you can still make it happen. Obviously it's harder if you have more kids and other circumstances. And then we thought we would do like, you know, one big trip, sell the RV, but we loved it so much. So four years later, while we were still full-time in an RV, we then decided we wanted to build a place to get people to come and visit so that they can experience the great outdoors together and so we found a rv park that was listed in swan valley idaho and we're on year two right now building that and so we're obviously in busy season right now with it and then the plan is in the winter we'll go on the road again to some warmer states with the rv but yeah that's exciting. Kind of yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in. Uh, States. That's crazy. Um, so let's talk about this real quick before we get into other details. But tell us about your rig. Like, what are you? What are you guys using for your RV? What kind is it? How big is it? Uh, you know, yeah. what class is it? L- let's get that info. 
Awesome. So we first started in a class A. Um, it was a 2004 Damon Daybreak, 35 feet. We renovated that. And actually, it was an awesome renovation. Made it like a home. It was a gas, uh, but it had 9,000 miles when we got it. And we crossed the country in that a few times. Now we have a, a Keystone Raptor 423 toy hauler. So it's 45 feet, about 48 feet, actually, technically. Um, triple axle and so we tow that with a f450 dually um wow don't have any big toys we have a pink uh four-wheeler in there <laughs> um and we converted the back of the the garage area into our bedroom and then the front ah. master bedroom we converted into a bunk bedroom for our girls so this one we knew that now we have two girls we're like we want more separation so they're on one end we're on the other right we got a deck on our room so it's nice Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's big. I'm looking at the the video on it. Holy cow, man. That thing, two bump outs. I like that drop in the back, though. So basically, you guys did the toy hauler concept, but used that space to make something else, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Instead of four-wheelers and stuff. Yeah, and we still have it where, like, we marked where the anchors were to put in other anchors if we wanted for when we're hauling, or, like, if we were to sell it, that if someone wanted it for, strictly for the toy aspect, it's just a glorified garage you know, that they could use, but then still anchor their toys. Let me ask you this. How many, how many, how many poop and gray pipes do you have on your camper? <laughs> a lot. So we have, we have two gray tanks and, uh, one black, nope. One black tank, a big black tank. Nope. Yeah. Do your pipes, are your pipes all separate though? Like you're, you're, where you have to go in and like turn the, the, the pipe that connects to the ground or is it one pipe? They all go to one pipe. They're, uh, the front is the bathroom. Um, so that one, that gray tank's all by itself, but then you got the gray tank for that shower and sink. And then we have another gray tank for the kitchen sink. So those are separated. And there's separate pipes that come out of the, do you have to take the nozzle off? Oh and yeah. To those? Uh, yeah. So we have, oh yeah. So we have two outlets. That's what two. he's got. So he's got you, three. Buddy, we're the only people that have that. Jamie's got a black outlet by itself a gray outlet by itself and another gray outlet by itself. Whereas I have one gray and one black. That's one pipe, one outlet that they're both together and which I like, cause I can clean out the black mm -hmm. with the gray. So I find it oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I misunderstood you. We do. There's two outlets, but they both, uh, the black and gray are still in one still mixed. So that doesn't make sense, right? Like why would his yeah. be a black by itself? I've never heard of that. Yeah. So he has I to like take it off and put it on the gray to, to clear it. You know, uh -huh. I find that very interesting. Mallard. Okay. Grand design. <laughs> who make, who makes yours that grand design Thor? Uh, Keystone. Are they owned by grand design or they owned by uh, uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah. So that's yeah. grand design. That's, that's the same company. So it's a, there's only two companies to my understanding that do the whole thing. It's it's Grand Designs, which owns Thor, and then there's Forest River, which owns the rest of the Prime. The right. there's a ton. So that's my understanding. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's only actually two camper companies. It's a monopoly. <laughs> there's a few others that uh like Alliance RV. Have you heard of them? Yeah, there are some little ones. Yeah, I've heard of that. And, and like that. Drinking? Yeah. What's the uh, what's the drink? silver one called? Airstream. Airstream, yeah. that's it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that one's I think on its own too. This um, your truck you're pulling this with, dude. This is a beast, though. Wow, that's a gas truck or a diesel? It's diesel. This so now we're got a diesel truck. But yeah, our class A was a gas. Oh, got it. That's what you're saying. Got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big boy right there. That's uh, yeah. Is that so? 
how is it driving pulling that thing? I mean, it's pretty big. Oh, I mean, it's awesome. So when we first drove it, we actually were doing a big RV national tour. We picked it up in the evening. We flew out to North Carolina to start. It was a partnership we did with uh, Camping World and for an ultimate RV show thing. It was big over a year. And the first night driving it, Nelly actually has driven it more than me. When we tow, she drives it. Dang. Um, I get these wives going over here. What are we doing? <laughs> it, yeah, it was rainy and we were driving a construction road. So it was like super stressful. But then after we got the hang of it, um, we have to remind each other that we're hooked up because you don't even feel it towing at all wow like, that's it does a really good job and with the 450 if i understand right the chassis it's a different chassis so like turning with that with our hitch that we have we were doing a making a commercial in goblin valley and it was just two-lane highway and the producer over the walkie-talkie was like hey can you guys next turn out can you turn around we'll wait a while no, he's like, let me just try this. And she pulls onto the shoulder, totally flipped a Yui. Like, it's kind of Oh, my good. gosh. That's so crazy. That beast, but. That is really cool. I got to upgrade the truck, I guess. <laughs> so what do you guys do for the kids? Do you guys do, like, homeschooling, or how's that going to work? So our oldest is five. So this year's kindergarten, if, we, if we're doing that. And because – so we've been nomadic, right, for a long time, but now we have this RV park. And so – we have a house out here where we kind of have roots at least half yep. the year. So we actually were just talking about that this, this week. We're talking about it more where we're like, well, kindergarten's not necessary. So maybe we do as we're finishing up this season, we get her into school. Cause she's excited to get on the school bus. She oh, sees yeah. to get on. And, but we're like, come January, we'll probably hit the road again and do a homeschooling program. We'll, if she's up to it. So we'll kind of gauge what she wants to do. And, it's like you're a military family, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I know they travel a lot too. Yeah. Um, have you guys been to Michigan with these campers? We, in our class A, we did, but not with the one we have right now. Got it. Where'd you guys go in Michigan? Do you remember? We just barely, man. It like, it, it was a, a part in our 50 state tour. So we, we did, we, for that video, we were in Lake Michigan, but then we just drove through Michigan during like a, segment of it stopped and ate and then continued on we have to do the up we have to go back like i was gonna say you're yeah because we we're in michigan but like you know the up going probably i mean it, i the, i mean you could they could cross the bridge i mean they seem could like they the guts oh, to yeah. do it, no problem but so? uh, you're good with that the Mackinac bridge it's pretty big uh, <laughs> but there's a sweet camping ground i don't know if it's camper fit night camping ground we're just in <laughs> oh uh, yeah. maybe maybe there's a spot there for them big ones in there those are uh, yeah you're right actually you probably this you is, make this it, is it this you guys is are the Mackinac, to though so it's Mackinac city beautiful. beautiful but there, there's okay. a campground that tim goes to that i've seen before in newberry that's really nice i was gonna say you could go through wisconsin you know, through the UP from Wisconsin next time you guys go up there. And then, but okay. it depends when you want to go, you know, like to me, like I would be there in the fall. I mean, the fall yeah. in Michigan is unbelievable, especially up in there. Yeah. Um, I would definitely roll through in the fall if you guys can. And then, or what would be another good time in the UP in summer? Just yeah. You or the winter. the winter. Yeah. Winter be dangerous. Be too dangerous. It's ice everywhere, man. Uh, but, you know, there's a road, and I, I talk about this a lot, and I, I had this really good experience a couple times now on this road, but 
you might know the number. I don't know, but you get up. Jamie's parents got a cab in the UP. That's why he knows a lot about the area. But you get up. Uh, you take. So let's say you're going through the Michigan all the way up to the Mackinac Bridge. You cross the bridge, which is the Mackinac Straits. It goes into the UP, and then at some point you go. You would go. You would go west, and then you go north. Yeah, until you hit superior 28 or something i think it's 28 and then i go west again on 28 and i took that scene it's it's unbelievable like it's the most beautiful if it's a nice day it was the most beautiful ride i ever remember my life i just remember rolling my windows down it's like blue skies with these just a little bit of clouds you know but nice clouds no you know sunny but the the cool air and the fresh air that comes off that lake superior is just like nothing i've ever experienced like art park there have you seen that it's all metal and people have welded stuff together wow really that's cool i think i seen i feel like i seen it i didn't stop at it but uh kevin who um was here a minute ago had to leave but he he actually hunts in the up and he and where he's at it's a little bit probably an hour and a half yeah or two hours maybe northwest of where jamie's dad's uh, cabin is but it's in the middle of nowhere it's like literally middle of nowhere and when you get to it, uh, a buddy his owns it, and his buddy who owns it uh, is a um, a veteran from Vietnam, right? So it's actually interesting because, like, when I stay there, he, you know, Dan tells me all these stories. It's crazy, right? Crazy stuff. But anyway, I can see why he lives there. It's so relaxing. Like he he, I slept in this back room, and it would be like a small room, <clears throat> like we're in here, and it's got the screen. It's like a screened-in porch. And there's a river that goes right through the back of it, like literally oh, 15 yards from where I was sleeping. And it's the most amazing. If you can open the window and listen. That's what, that's what we did. I, it was so amazing. Like it was just like this beautiful, like river sound and just yeah. knowing it's, you go outside, you see every star in the world, you know, yeah. it's un, unreal that place. So the UP is just, it just, uh, it's, it's like, we call it God's country here. Cause it's just that it's untouched, uh, really untouched compared to anything you I'd know really like to try a winter up there i don't think the wife will go for it. i'd be a cool time to be up in, in the winter you know i went there once with kevin in december uh we went sh- snowshoe oh. hunting for rabbit oh my god dude the snow was up to my knees i remember that and it was so hard to get through that's where i got the name cupcake that's where it started <laughs> <laughs> it was so cold man he's like we're gonna shoot these guns and sight them in and all this stuff and i'm like I can't even touch it. My fingers are like sticking to the metal. It's so cold, you know, it's like freezing, <laughs> but yeah, I have good memories of that though. Cause Kevin made this breakfast, dude. It was the best breakfast. And that was the first time in my life I had red hot on eggs. And he told me, he's like, put you up a red hot on those eggs. I'm like, really? And, oh man, it changed my life. <laughs> I was yeah. like, <laughs> but yeah. I, and then speaking of grand Tetons though, uh, when I went out to Yellowstone back in the day, back in like, God, I went right out of college. So 2005 or six, we, uh, me and my the, the Tim, who's normally here, him and I and his brother, we took a, we just went out for two weeks. We just drove out, went through, you know, South Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, whatever, into Cody, Wyoming, and then into Yellowstone. And dude, mm-hmm. when you're, a, when you're someone that comes from Michigan, you know, Detroit area that we live in, uh, not Detroit, but the region, and you go to like Yellowstone, even though I was a hunter my whole life, I was not prepared for what I experienced there. I mean, that is like, I don't even know. Like we, I saw a grizzly bear. I almost died. I mean, it was crazy, <laughs> man. Like all in one day saw like well, mountain lion in one day, a wolf pack. I mean, I never seen so many animals in my life and that was all in one day. And yeah. the worst part is, is when we got there, this is really interesting. When we got there. Uh, there was all these tents, people had tents, but they were like military grade style tents. And they were being, I remember looking out and thinking, man, that's like, that's really above my level. You know, it's, it was, they're like tight. Like you could tell, like 
something was different about it. It was like, and then these guys pull out this Coleman tent and I'm like, dude, I'm telling you guys, something's not right here. You know, I, I just have an intuition. I'm a hunter. They, they weren't hunters at the time. And I'm like, I'm telling you, these people are know something we don't know. I mean, why would they have all these top grade tents and you got this Coleman from Walmart? I mean, it doesn't work that way. So anyway, I'm like, I'm sleeping in the car. So I told them, and I swear to God, dude, the storm came through <laughs> that night. The next thing you saw, I, I, Tim was banging on the door, the car door at like two in the morning. It was pouring. And I'm like, where are you going to go? There's no, I can't open the door. He was so mad at me. There was nowhere to go. It was all luggage all the way around me. So he goes, <laughs> next thing I know, I wake up in the morning. And I, I, I look at the tent is gone. It's like on the ground. And all you see is a silhouette of bodies laying on. <laughs> then I see after about 15 minutes, I see a movement. And I see Tim crawl out and I got a picture so of him wet. holding his, holding his, <laughs> All this sleeping bag is pouring water. Oh my god! And then Tony was on a, a mound. There's a river all around him. Like he was just on a mound on a hill. Because it, oh my god, dude. And then, then it's that was the first night. The second night, it snowed like two feet. Like the next night, I'm like, oh my god, this place is crazy. Was this in May or June? This yes, it was in May. Yeah, yep. uh -huh. it was insane. But we did. uh do you, is the Grand Tetons, is that part of Jackson Hole area or no? It's right right there, yeah. You, Jackson okay. Hole, Grand Tetons, like, they touch each other. Okay, so. so we saw that, yeah. We went to Jackson Hole at yeah. one point during that trip, and we had breakfast somewhere there. It was really cool wherever we were. And I remember someone saying that's the Grand Tetons or something. I, I, I don't know, but that's why I was like, I think I saw those. Yeah, but... one of the, probably one of my favorite places on Earth in the Grand Tetons. Jenny Lake is a big lake people do, and they do a hike around it, but there's another lake connected to it called String Lake, and we go paddleboarding there, and it's so clear, like Tahoe clear, and just quiet, and the other day, another family that's staying at our RV park, they're like, hey, we were, we were out there, we saw a mama black bear and a cub just wow. playing 30 feet away from them on the bank, Jeez. and we had some other friends another time this summer, they said they saw a grizzly out there too. Whether it was grizzly or a black bear that was, you know, brown, but um, still, it's awesome. And Can we you guys see bison out there? Uh, yeah, in Yellowstone. Um, and then actually in Swan Valley, it's funny, there's a guy that has a bunch huh. just on the property. Does but, he like, uh, are they like wild or are they like where you eat some type thing? I, I don't know what he does with them. I guess I should find out because there's buffalo um, here in michigan actually they're on farms oh, that are feed farms yeah. they we had, I, I saw one farm by our house and i'd always drive by oh my inch. god <laughs> yeah. yeah we're not used to seeing elk out here so that's that's why it's a we do have an elk population here though it's very small 300 elk yeah. i think total and you have to get a permit to hunt them it takes like a lifetime to get it and you only get one and so it's, it's, uh, so we don't really do it very often. It's not something that, you know, people do. And I think they, they like to keep that number down because it's, right. you know, it's just Michigan's not, it's all flat, you know, it's not like, uh, yeah. Um, so have yeah. you spent time in, uh, Custer State Park? Uh, a day we did. It was awesome. Yeah. We went to Custer. Uh, so Kevin had this, he had a class A at the time, like the bus style, and it was a real nice one. He bought it new. And we had, he really wanted, like, one of his things he wanted to do was take his family, you know, out to, and this is, so it's my father-in-law, wanted to take the family out to Custer State Park, South Dakota for like a week. So I had to work at the time. So basically, like, they, my wife, the kids, him and my mother-in-law, they took the RV 
Um, I met him at some point. I flew into South Dakota. I met him at South Dakota. They picked me up at the Black Hills area. And then we went into Custard. Um, I somehow we went through the Badlands. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember where they picked me up now. Thinking about it. <laughs> and then we went to the Badlands, saw that, then into the into the park. But um, that was a great experience, man. That that park was really cool. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it. I we went to the city of Custard, and that was cool too. I mean, it was like a. I felt like I was in the movie Tombstone. It was so cool. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, it was fun, and I you know I saw bison there as well, and ton of other animals man it's just it was a really wild place yeah we were we were pumped about badlands too i didn't know what to expect when we went but so awesome just like randomly it's like a little bryce canyon moab but different and so that was awesome yeah we stayed in uh in custer we stayed in this uh rv park kind of like what you're talking about it was like a private owned rv park and apparently wherever this park was was where custard and his men actually stayed when they were there, like, you know, fighting mm-hmm. the Indians back in the day. And so they would like hunt and roam that area. So it's pretty cool. Cause I went for a walk through these trails and like, I didn't see anything or anything, but I just remember thinking like, that's so strange, you know, like that long ago soldiers were walking down these trails. I'm walking right now looking for game, right. With these muskets. And I, I just thought, man, this is pretty cool. Today's episode is brought to you by Sig Sauer, keeping you safe in and out of the field, but also keeping you in the field longer with Sig's lamp of cross rifles, optics, ammo, and more. Learn all about it at SigSauer.com. Also brought to you by Tinks, Dead Downwind, Burris, Vapor Trail, Stokerized, Arizona Archery Enterprises, Apex Rewards, and Easton. Last year, Reveal by Tacticam quickly became the most sought-after scouting camera in America, making cellular scouting available to any hunter. We ask our users how we can make this outstanding camera even better, and this is our answer. Introducing the all-new Reveal X. Even easier setup, better battery life, faster trigger speed, on-demand HD photos, extended detection range. This season, find out what all the buzz is about. Get a new Reveal X by Tacticam. So have you had a chance to, I'm assuming the answer is yes, but uh, Acadia National Park? Yeah, we, and that was, so we went there, we got there like September and then, um, well, that's nice. September the, probably been nice in the fall. Oh, it was awesome. We got there and had just missed like the crazy crowd that you know and then because mm-hmm. everyone would go there for the fall but then we ended up just following the east coast down Ooh. until we got to south carolina in like december and then decided just to so that was the longest fall i've ever experienced you know it was awesome yeah, just every time crazy. we go further south the colors were vibrant that's a oh that's cool yeah so yeah. We, we just got back from acadia and it was a pretty bad experience i'm not gonna lie it was it was <laughs> fog after fog after fog you know and there was no animals yeah, i saw kept, a chipmunk sending pictures i'm like are you in the movie break i saw a dead chipmunk i'm like dude what is going on He's like dead? this place is oh, crazy yeah. it's like ireland or it was so weird and i just remember thinking like i was so excited to go on this trip like we've been planning this for like a year and a half and we went to like you know, this is like a road trip for us. And then Kevin met us out there with his RV, which now he's a class C. He downgraded to a class C. And uh, we met him at um, in New York. We stopped at the Finger Lakes, which was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that. And then from there, my wife and me and the kids went to Massachusetts. And then we went to uh, Salem, which was really cool. I, I love yeah. Halloween. So I, I was really I was like, this place is freaking awesome. Uh, the witch trials got to see all that. But then we went... Um, 
to Boston and then we stayed in the city, you know, we, we had a hotel in the city and that was a great experience. Went to a Fenway park game, went to the uh, aquarium. Um, and then from there we drove to Maine and then we stopped in some city town, which I don't know the name of it, but it was really cool. It was like, that was the coolest part. It was a sunny, beautiful day. And it was on the coast. I don't know what it was, but then we had to drive another three hours to get to Acadia. I remember that. Cause like, dude, this is going to take forever. <laughs> and then we got to Acadia. And the cool part was the campground was a private campground, same concept. Someone owns it. A guy, the guy owns it was there. He put on a lobster uh, dinner, which was really hmm. good experience. So he, they cooked fresh lobster right in front of you, put a whole lobster in front of you. And, you know, we, that was the coolest part to be honest. Yeah. And then after that, it got to like, all right, well, let's go see some animals. And it was just like fog, fog, no animals. And then even like the cliffs and stuff, like I, I wasn't with like Jamie or anybody I could go do these trails with, you know, there's all these walking trails you're supposed to be able to go on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't go on that by myself. Like, what if I break my ankle or something, you know, like, I'm not gonna, it's just, that's a little risky. I don't want to take my kids, you know, that's, that's even more risky. I can't, you know, so didn't really get to do much, not gonna lie. And then, <laughs> and then the way home, yeah, we stopped we in Massachusetts. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, New Hampshire. No, New Hampshire. When we were there in uh, Maine, it was as well, it was uh, super foggy also, but I think we were just like going into it knowing, like, oh, it's gonna be fall. But yeah. then as we got further south, just yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, fall would have been cool. That's definitely would have been that would have been cool. And I, I feel like, and then we went to on the way out, her uncle lives in New Hampshire. And so we stopped at his place. He lives in a ski resort in the white mountains. Oh, and that sick. was great. Yeah. That was a really good experience. Kevin, we had his RV, uh, parked at this park. that was about 15 minutes from his brother. And there was a river went right behind it. Like, I mean, six feet off his camper bumper was the river. It was so cool. And it was all woods. It was the coolest. And you know, and we, the funny part is we looked up reviews on the campground and someone, it was like on one, on one website, it was a two-star rating. So I'm giving them crap at the other campground. I'm like, oh, we're going to a two-star rating. This is going to be a trash bin. What are we going into here? And he's like, what? I looked it up and it was like four-star, blah, blah, blah. So I'm looking at it. It says two-star. I'm looking at the reviews. A lot of it had to do with no stores, not enough. This one had to do with cleanliness of the bathrooms, a lot of the negative reviews, but we don't use the bathroom. You know, we have an RV. We don't even think like you and I have a camper with bathrooms. We don't think of it like that. I don't ever even. So anyway, long story short, it was a five out of five. It was absolutely amazing. Like it was one of the coolest campgrounds i'm like this thing is really cool you know it was i can't explain it's just that nice like i was like this is you know better than anything we had done you know because you think you park this camper you're in the woods you're not there's no sun hitting it you're not sweating it's not you know the camper's cold that's what i like it's awesome not Not wide open not this stacked on everything no this was not like that this was not like that no this you would have loved this this was (laughs) it would have been probably an easy back end you guys have to back yours in very often um yeah probably 50 50 yeah, yeah i think we're 50 52 yeah, yeah. not terrible yeah, i mean we'll, you got we'll, a big we'll... one though yours would be a little more but although you could turn on a dime right because you got that fifth wheel yeah, it does it does a really good job actually one of the first campgrounds we stayed at was a back end that was super tight and you know everyone watches when you pull in an rv park <laughs> oh yeah and all of a sudden your skills gone and your communication especially you got a big one out. you're like oh what's he gonna do yeah <laughs> and legit, this guy came up and he's like, he actually handled it super well. He's like, hey, uh, we come here every holidays for the last 20 years. It's like, if you don't mind, I, I could back it in for you. And I was like, done. Just because I, it was like the third go. And then his daughter comes out to guide him in. And she was just getting him so close to like trees. And there was a trash can too. And I was like, 
And she's like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> they parked it perfectly in one shot. And I was like, okay, I got to go practice. So we did that after. And now it's now it's much better. But next time I'm back, it'll probably be hard because I say it's easy now. That's right. funny. I just, I've been, I've been purposely, uh, I have reasons to bring my camper home. Generally, we live in the city, but um, we have a park, like an RV park we park it at. We I back it in each time. So is Jamie. But l- lately, I've had reasons to put my camper in my driveway. So, for instance, like uh, we were going back on, we just got back from a camping trip. And then this week, I'm getting new tires put on. So I was like, well, I'm just going to bring it back to my house. And then I gotta, I'm got i trying to put a new uh, fan system in the top. Or um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen, you might already have these because you have a nicer one. But um you know, you know, like ours has a little fan, a tiny one in the yeah, bathroom. Like I'm going to swap that with a 14 inch bigger fan. It's like this big and it's got exhaust and pull in. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Like, what? Yeah. don't they offer me these things when I bought the camper? I would just said, yes, check me off. You know, well, I'm, I'm sure they stupid. do for two grand. Well, I'm sure it'd have been a lot, but <laughs> so anyways, I'm going to redo the fan system and put my own roof thing on. I'm pretty pumped to try it. But anyways, I really need to get these tires because we had a blowout a couple of weeks ago and I didn't know this. Like no one told me this. No one told me like, Hey, FYI, if you have tiger King, you know, tires, they're garbage, you know, don't keep those on your camper. I'm thinking in my head, like, why would you even sell me these tires? Like, why would you even put them on my camper? Why, why not just tell me like, Hey, FYI, if you want these better tires, you have to pay 500 bucks more now. Okay, fine. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. So we had a blowout and put it broke a hole in the bottom of the camper. Not terrible, but you know, it definitely broke a piece of wood out of there. I had to fix all that. And then, by the way, I don't know. Do you guys change your own tires if you have a tire go out in that thing? Um, we haven't had any go out yet. So. All right. All right. So, yeah. I so we're, I'm driving. Just keep in mind, I'm going from Detroit area to the to the Mackinac. So straight up Michigan, 75 straight up. It's one road, major road. Everybody uses it every day. We're driving. I'm on my way there. This trucker pulls me over, says, he's pointing at my camper, tells me to pull over. I'm like, all right, this is on a main road. So I wasn't nervous or anything. I'm like, I'll pull over. So he's like, hey, dude. He goes, like, your tire is doing something weird. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, it's like bouncing all over the place. I'm like, so I go back there. We look at it. It looks fine. Like, can't tell anything. He's like, all right, I'm just, I don't know. He goes, it looks fine. You're right. I thought maybe your axles broke. He goes, but I'm just telling you, it's doing something weird, you know? So I leave. I can't see it, right? You can't see your tires moving. So I get back on the highway. Not really. I mean, maybe. I'm I'm pretty anal. So anytime I feel something. But how would I know? Because I can't see. I was just thinking about, is there a camera system I could buy to like see like a GoPro? I could like put out the window, you know? like Hang a kid out the window. Well, anyway, so I get up, I'm going, everything seems fine. About two hours later, I'm still driving. And then all of a sudden I look, I look in my mirror, I felt something. I look in my mirror and I see black flying everywhere. You know, I know I'm like, Oh shit, it's a tire. You know, there's no way. I mean, he made a comment, you know, so I pull over the, the highway. I go out there shredded, you know? So I'm like, my wife's freaking out. Like, what do we do? And I'm like, I got four tires, you know, I think I can maybe drive on it. Like I have three, I have an extra tire over there. I'm not like one tire, you know? So I'm not sure, you know, so I'm like, why don't we just drive a little bit? We'll put the flashers on, I'll go 40 and we'll just drive. So I'm driving. Then Kevin's yelling at me. He's like, you can't drive on three, pull it over. You're going to blow the other one. You know, I'm like, oh man. So I pull over. And, um, so I know how to change the tire. Okay. So keep it simple. Like Jamie, and I changed my tire last year, the same tire actually, uh, at the campground. Cause the nail got in it and it went flat while we while we're just sitting there drinking a beer he's like hey your tire looks flat and i'm like that's weird so anyway but it's on the freeway right and it, these cars are whizzing by so we call triple a 
and triple a's like basically you know they're like oh yeah no problem but then after about 30 minutes she's like you say an rv she's like oh we don't do rvs you we won't help you with your rv i'm like really i go is there anything i could do to upgrade or anything she's like nope nothing we can do to help you i'm like wow okay great thank you so she's Are like maybe try with him what's that we on the premium plan with them or like I have a plan with them. I don't know if it's premium. So you might want to call because you need to know because like right off the bat because there's a specific camper plan you have to get to get that. I don't know. That's the way she made it sound to me. So I think you have to be a premium and you have to have that RV plan or something. So whatever. So I'm like, so I have Cornerstone because we bought the warranty with our camper and it says right in there for any emergencies, call this number. So my wife calls this Cornerstone and they tried to get help in the local area, but they, they basically couldn't. So after an hour and a half of us sitting in the bushes off the side of the road and no one's going to help us. And I said, that's it. I'm changing the tire. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not, we're not sitting here no more, you know? So I go up there. I freaking bottle jack that thing, dude. I changed that tire in less than five minutes. Like literally boom. I have, I have a, I have, I keep a Dewalt, uh, uh, impact drill. And I'm just like, popped it off. Walked it around, threw it on the ground, grabbed the new one, wait for the cars to pass, went over there, put it on, zoop, zoop, zoop. Wait, got out of the way. The cars went by again, came back, dropped it. We we're gone. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm not. So I basically I was telling him as I realized in this position, like you're on your own, like with these campers, like I'm on my own. Like there's no one's coming to help me. Like yeah, paid, I'm in the middle of nowhere. $200 for that service too. <laughs> we don't get anything. So, and for yours being so heavy, I would definitely make sure you know what's, what's going to happen if, if crap yeah. goes do you guys have two spare tires then or just still one so there's three on each side um wow so yeah, yeah you should find out if you can drive on two you might be able to you might be able to pop one off yeah, in a worst maybe. case scenario that's a good point i'm gonna look into that i know that. man i couldn't believe it i was like i can't believe this right now we spent an mm -hmm. hour and a half on calls trying to get help and then finally somehow we got through to one guy who's just a guy just a guy like just be like me calling this guy and be like he's like <laughs> um you want me to come change your tire i mean it's what he's saying to my wife he's like yeah we're on the road he's like 150 bucks she's like okay you know and he's like well where is it again well that's a little further than i thought 250 you know it's like and i'm by this time i'm already changing the tire you know I'm, she's like do we still need help i go no we're leaving <laughs> i was like let's go so on the way there, then we just stopped at a discount tire. Cause I said, you know what? We got to get that spare fixed. We got to get a new tire because what if we blow another one? We're screwed, yeah. you know? So we ended up getting the Goodyear Endurance, which is like the top brand, top model you can get, I guess, for the camper for that size, at least. And so I ended up buying the one. And then when I got home right now, I, I called Sam's club. And I'm like, Hey, give me four more of those. You know, it's like five, 600 bucks, but I figured. I don't want a cheap tire on there. I mean, and I asked yeah. the discount tire guy, he said, when that tire is delaminating, it starts to jump all over the place. He goes, that's what probably oh. happened. So it's separating. The layers were separating inside of it. The metal was moving and that's what causes that. Mm -hmm. But then I read, I read some more stuff about that tiger King and it was all like very negative stuff tiger on King. online. Hey, come on. How am I supposed to know? You're making fun of my poop. I said you they're got, you got tiger. I it mean, said they're Chinese tires and they're never like, gonna financially recover from this. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so funny. You better check your tires, make sure that tire king. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We were driving through Colorado and uh our awning just like turned into a parachute. The wind oh was my so god. It just somehow this is on our class A. The spring that holds it in, I think, had loosened up. Oh my! So it unwinded, and then it's just like, 
what's the sound do you hear that that's weird like what's going on we look out and it's like this, this wow. big, big so we pull over we just duct taped the crap out of it while we we're on the side yeah, of the road that's what kevin did kevin's fell off when we were in maine so the arm where it goes like this right in the corner it just gave way and mm-hmm. i'm like but it didn't come off it just fell off fell down and i'm like so we're looking at all the screws were stripped I'm like, I'm like, what the heck? And and so he's like, I don't know, you, you know. So basically, we put it back, but you know, I don't know if you ever seen it, but it kind of goes like like this, and then you screw it down. But if you don't have, if it's stripped, there's no pressure to pull that down. So I just slide right back out. It slid out again after we got it back, and it took a long time to get it back in. So finally, I said to him, "You need to go to a, find a Home Depot. We're gonna have to tap through the spots that aren't mm-hmm. like that, and then drill screws through there." And guess what? We did it, dude. No joke. It was going in and it's like going like this and it started oh. ripping some of the screws out we put in. It only had two left by the time it got in. And I, and then we duct taped the shit. Out of it. I was like, just right to the camper. So he's in right now for that. It's in repair right now. I'm uh, like, dude. And that was another good example. He called for help. They're like, Oh, we can come out Tuesday. This was Saturday. They're like, Oh, we'll be there on Tuesday. It's 300 bucks an hour. It was something crazy. And that he had to pay up front. And I don't even know how much he would get back right at the end yeah, of the i think there's there's definitely a space for like mobile rv repair like oh yeah. some people would just chill at their rv park and get it repaired if yeah that's, that's a crazy. space for that yeah that's crazy you know on that road we pulled over and then i noticed another rv pulled over behind us and so i waved them like and i walked out a little bit like hey we're okay we got taken care of and they're like oh no we had they had something bad happen to theirs so it's like the cursed man. road <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh what's your guys next big adventure coming up what's 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 the plan any uh any big ones coming up yeah we're we're figuring that out um depending on the expansion with the rv park and the schedule for that with the project the projects we're going to be looking into more warm so once winter hits we're going to go south um we're just trying to figure out where we're still doing a lot around here within like a whole teton Yellowstone area like even when we get out we like just the other weekend we went backpacking in the Tetons woke up by two moose just in our campground wow. it was awesome and then That's like the cool. next day as we're leaving they're just like less than 100 yards from our tent just now where did you say you got you guys grew up at what state are you from I grew up in Idaho um, okay so you guys are my wife, yeah my wife grew up in northern California okay cool yeah. yeah I've been to uh I've been to Lake Tahoe so I've been to portion of california i guess i know it's like kind of split up whatever you know Uh i did that once that was cool and that was the first time in my life i ever seen um those giant pines pine cones they're like huge like Uh (laughs) like, what the heck for real yeah that was pretty cool to see i'm like you just don't see that every day grab a couple what's that you didn't grab a couple or is that illegal Uh, i don't know (laughs) i got the kids got yelled at and did i tell you that they got yelled at in uh was that in maine yeah, I think we're I think we're in Acadia. Yeah, we we're in Acadia. They were my one son threw a couple rocks in the water and a freaking DNR guy came over and talked to us about it. I'm like, really? I'm like, come on, dude. Like you're gonna come over here and talk about throwing two rocks in the water. You can't skip a stone or something. No, well, the reason it. is, and I understand it, I get it. I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but I mean it's not like he's throwing tons of them, you know. Like, come on, he only threw two or one. Anyway, uh basically if you pick up a rock, like the animals that live under there. 
have to go somewhere, right? That was their shade or cover. How big of a rock was this? These are tiny. I'm just saying that's their that's their wording, you know. And I don't I don't want to mess with states and their rules because they got there's a lot of weird rules that you would never think of, you know. Yeah, we were teaching. Uh, we had some kids, another family with us at uh, what is it, Devil's Tower, that mm-hmm. monument, and uh, my wife was like, "Yeah, you can eat ants." no you can't eat ants like, yeah he totally could so they picked up she picked up a couple ants and they ate them and a ranger came over he's like hey please don't hurt the animals oh and my God. It, it threw us off we we're like oh so it actually he it looked like he was like coming up with a consequence for us and so we're just like sorry we're just teaching wilderness survival for him and he's like oh okay and then we didn't eat any more ants there yeah but- I was like crazy. I tend to, in Michigan, we don't see a lot of DNR people, I wouldn't say. So that was weird, I guess. Yeah. You know, actually, the funny part is I was excited that we saw a DNR guy there in Maine because I was like, oh, cool. You know, maybe because I thought he was coming over to tell us, like teach us something. So I was kind of excited, like, oh, I'm going to get educated for a second. And then he's like, uh, yeah, we don't want to be throwing rocks in the water. I'm like, I didn't throw a rock. He's like, the kids. I'm like, were you guys throwing rocks? And Griffin's like, oh, I'm, I threw one or something. I'm like, okay now they know thanks <laughs> like what like what is this like come on man yeah. I, I mean like, I, yeah that's my that's nelly's dream job once we're done and our kids are out of the house she's like i'm just gonna be a park ranger oh it'd be awesome to be a park ranger and educate people and do cool uh, stuff like you could do uh-huh. so many cool things as a park ranger like i would mm-hmm. love to i wouldn't want to deal with all the negative stuff but of course you have to but like either way like, it'd be cool to like go around and be like, hey, you guys any questions about the environment or anything? I, you know, I'm, I'd be more than happy to tell I you, you know. Scooped up camera with the long ones. And- oh, man, it'd be sweet. <laughs> I want to do that. Or or those fire tower guys. I want to yeah. do that. Or you sit and look for fires. <laughs> those scary towers by yourself. Uh, actually, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. <laughs> that might yeah. be really. I could do it with you. You want to do it with me? We could sit in the tower. Yeah. Figure our retirement thing. <laughs> um yeah so yeah if you ever come to michigan camp let us know we're in we're in for sure and uh, a couple that you probably shouldn't go to yeah we can tell you where not to go (laughs) we've learned some lessons here there's one here though that's called timber ridge it's in traverse city area which is absolutely amazing in timber ridge um just hit me up if you guys are coming this way and looking for a place to go but timber ridge is it's north uh but it is uh it's really big and so every um spot is massive and they're all pull through so it's so awesome. nice so like when i pull i have a third we we both have a it's a 30 foot but 27 foot whatever however they do the numbers but yeah. like you pull in and i'm not exaggerating like if i wanted to two foot I, I could pull my car forward and jamie could fit his truck in with his camper in the same spots so that's how big they are so for someone like wow. you with what you're pulling that'd be nothing it'd be perfect but it's a good um, it's a good hub if you want to go to actual Traverse yeah, there's Petoskey, Traverse yeah. City, Sheboygan. You can get to all the good stuff from there. Um, sleep, Sleeping Bear Dunes, all the sand stuff. It's really cool. On that Lake Michigan, towards the northern part of it, if you guys didn't go that far, but there's sand, like huge amounts of sand. And it's from like a glacier or something years ago. Yeah. But the sand is so massive that like, it's like, if you can, people go all the way down, they, they have heart attacks going up because it's so big. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. Have you been to White Sand National Park? White Sand National Park. Where's it at? It's in New Mexico. It was a oh. national monument until like two years ago. They made a national park. That place is rat just forever, just white sand, just wow. hills That's and cool. hills and hills. And I think because... you need a permit to go and sleep out and just like be in the middle of nowhere. It's rad. So have you guys driven through like some deserts? Uh huh. 
That's got to be yeah. weird. Yeah, like down in that. Don't break area. down. Don't yeah. break down. Get gas here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not another station for 500 miles. Yeah. That's are true, they yeah. pretty barren or is there like, is there rest stops or are they just barren? I, I guess we haven't. I don't know. For, for whatever reason, I'm, I wasn't too worried. Oh, okay. Know. But so I couldn't tell you. It never. So it's not like the movies. <laughs> not quite nothing there yeah. no one's gonna help you and you're on your own <laughs> it's funny too with the internet like we had some guests right now at our rv park they were telling me about some other youtubers that were rving and their truck just totally broke down he drove 20 hours to go pick them up just wow. like, hey i'll come help you guys out and lent them a truck and just jeez crazy so back that's up pretty to nice people. though yeah yeah. Man, maybe I should do that. I should have went live on TikTok. Like, I need help, guys. I got a blowout tire. Who can help me? <laughs> I was already a few drinks deep. So yeah, there's no way you were coming down. <laughs> I wasn't calling you unless it was last resort. Like I was in trouble. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. hey man, thanks a lot for doing this. Appreciate it. And it was really fun yeah. talking camping with you. Uh definitely get you on again when you guys are ready. If you guys are on the on the move or whatever, let us know. We'd love to get you on. Like I said, you come to Michigan, uh, would love to hook up with you guys at timber ridge be a great place like i said or even north of that would be cool so that'd be awesome when's it and best time for there sounds like summer or fall oh man probably fall's always the best in michigan because of the colors but um i I haven't been there in the fall i mean what we went in june right uh and then the year before did we go in august right and then i think what the cherry festival that's the big to do but that's around fourth of july i think yeah oh that's yeah that was cool i forgot about that yeah that that is cool they have fresh cherries and they have like wineries and stuff too packed too packed then or still worth it i've been to traverse city once i mean it it does i don't know how the campground was but it's it's super busy around that time yeah i don't know about the fall though too bad when we went no in fact i was thinking we went to this restaurant it was a mexican restaurant it was phenomenal that was so good (laughs) and then it was a good time yeah so i've never been there in the fall though which is you know if you guys came in the fall i would definitely go because i would like to experience it myself in the fall I, i bet you it would be incredible I would bet by the fall there'd be less people in Traverse City, but I could be yeah, wrong. True. But no, it seems like it gets they, colder. They do you go know. home because a lot of them are from like Chicago and things like that. Yeah, people travel and go back. Oh yeah, because kids are in school, yeah. and then on top mm-hmm. of it, you know, like for us, we don't usually camp in the fall mainly because we're hunting, so we're camping while we're hunting. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely consider. But I forgot about that. The kids are in school. Yeah. That's what usually causes everybody to stop. And actually, a lot of the campgrounds in Michigan shut down at the end of October. Right. Now that I think about it, a lot of them like closed down. Mm, yeah. So anyway, Sweet. all yeah. right, man. I'll let you know next time we're heading that way. Appreciate all right, man. It. Thanks again. Appreciate it. We'll see you yeah. online. We'll see you guys.